Father, Lord Jesus Christ, we come to you this evening as you have given us, Father, the opportunity to come to fellowship around the revealed word of the hour. Father, we praise your name. We thank you, Father, for this opportunity and the grace. Father, Lord, we can still be under that voice that we can hear, that voice that makes the difference, that voice, Father, Lord, that transforms, that voice, Father, Lord, that has reveal to us who we are who we really are father we thank you that lord that we we have put inside of us something that can respond to that voice lord jesus christ we love you and appreciate you we come father confessing that you are still the same yesterday today and forever lord we put our trust in you you are still the rock the same rock that walked with moses father and that same rock where he was resting that same rock is Christ. That same rock is here. We can still speak to that same rock, Father. And you hear and you respond. And there is still the ever-present water that comes from that rock. Father, that's where our hope is, Lord. We want to be resting on that rock of God. Lord Jesus Christ, we lift your name high and we praise you. That's why we come, Father, to you, believing in your word, that the word never changes. Heaven and earth will pass, but your word will never pass. Your word is unchangeable, Father. Circumstances can change, but your word can never change. Lord, we give you the glory and the honor. May you help us, Father, as we will be fellowshipping around the revealed word. Lord, may you be with the speaker. May you put me aside. May the people also receive the word of truth, Father. Lord, may that stir our faith and bring us closer to you. Lord, we realize that we are not worthy, Father. But you put in us something that is worthy, which is yourself. That's what we are relying, Father, to manifest itself in this time of the harvest. That will show the attribute you put inside of that seed and it will be manifested. Lord, we love you. We appreciate you. Thank you for the prayer that was said. Thank you, Father, for the songs and the atmosphere that was created. Lord, we pray that you will be with us for the remainder of the service, that your grace will be upon your people. In the name of Jesus Christ, as we pray for those who are here and those who are streaming, in the name of Jesus Christ, amen. Thank you, Brother Ray. Bless you. Thank you, musicians. And thank you for the church. Um, I invite you to go to the Word of God. Hebrews 11, familiar scripture, and uh, it's been mentioned here a couple of times. Recently, I mean, just want to read that again. Hebrews 11, 39, 40. It says, And these all having obtained a good report through faith, received not a promise, God having provided some better thing for us, that they without us should not be made perfect. May God bless his word and you can have your seat. 
Thank God for that word. It's good to be a Christian, amen? amen. And this time, especially in times like this, just realize that we can have something you can, you can live for, you can die for, that is part of you, something that is stronger than you, more powerful than you, something that is way richer than you, amen? It's the word of God. And just to know that our Heavenly Father is our personal Father. Amen. As uh, I mean, uh, Tim Dodd Sr. said, when you say our father to, to personal relationship, our father, is my father, that's what God wants us to bring, to bring us to, is uh, our father. And I'll also say happy birthdays to those ones and to those who have this week, happy birthday. And uh, the, the heavy, every week <laughs> for those who have happy birthdays. And I um, just want to say I enjoy the services on Sunday. Thank God for his presence and visiting us. And he's, uh, he is good. God is good. Amen. He loves us so much. He's always faithful and always answer to our prayers and visit us and speak the word. Just in the time when we need it the most, then he's faithful. Just drop something and help us in our daily walk. May God bless you. Brother Ed and Brother Maxwell and Brother Andrew also got used mightily and uh, thank God for that. I would invite you to go to the Word of God as we have already read and I just draw your attention again, once again. I'll continue the same subject, the same thought that I studied last time. God help me just to finish and just to convey what was on my heart, and then hopefully it's going to be a blessing once again. Just good to remind those things because it's the season, the time that we are living in. This is our word, the same word could not be preached in the time of Moses, in the time, even time of Paul, the way to the extent it has been revealed. The seals could not be revealed in this time, and all the promises, it is our time. They couldn't come to perfection without us. They cannot come to perfection without us. God has called us for us to come to the final line. It is our promise. It is our time. The Bible says, obtain a good report through faith, receive not the promise, and having provided some better things for us, that the day without us should not be made perfect. Now it's our time to go into perfection. Now it's over the bride to get into that perfection that has been promised for us. And we have seen one wave shift in our time, but now it's for the rest to come to the same maturity, the rest to come to the same level, the same way, all of us to come to that adoption, for all of us to come to that capstone. It is our time. It is our age. And it is available. Lord, help us to go in that level. Is there anything on our way? God, take it away because it is my time to get to that level. Amen. I believe this is the time for the change that the prophet talked about. Is it the time to pass from the prophecy to, to the prophet to the prophecy rather to come to the time where we manifest the promise that has been given to the seed? We need to come to the manifestation of the seed once again. Amen. We, I believe with all my heart that we are the further proof that the message is the voice of God, because what the message promised, we are come now, now coming to the manifestation of what the message, message promised. What the word of God promised, we are coming to that manifestation. The prophet says in the message, I want to read this God and bear with me this evening, I say, just want to, to Wednesday, but just, just put your seatbelt on and let's move on together. And quote in the word of God and say amen to the word of God. God, I want that word to become reality. Yes, maybe I hear through my ears now, but let it come into my soul and become life. Father, maybe I don't see it now, but let along the way, I believe that when the challenges will come, the same word of God will give me victory. So this is my time to say amen to the word of God. The prophet says in exposition of seven church ages, he says, he will speak out and those who receive that prophet in his own name will receive the beneficent, beneficent effect of that prophet ministry. I believe we are those who have received the beneficent effect of 
the prophet's ministry. And they that hear him will be blessed and become part of that bride of the last day who are mentioned in Revelation 22, 17. The spirit and the bride say, come. The spirit, the bride is not saying something different from the spirit. The bride is not saying something different from the prophet. They're saying the same word, the same word of God. Come, amen. Come out of Babylon. Come out of the system of the world. Come out of the what the devil is trying to put upon you. Come out of it. Say what the spirit of God is saying. Say what the word of God is saying. It says, the corn of wheat, the bride wheat that fell into the ground at Nicaea has come back to the original word grain again. Praise God forever. Yes, listen to the authenticated prophet of God who appears in this last age. What he says from God, the bride will say. The spirit and the bride and the spirit and the prophet and the bride will be saying the same thing. That's why we cannot contradict what the prophet says. We cannot contradict what the Bible says because the prophet and the Bible are saying the same thing. Now the bride is getting along the same channel. I'm saying exactly what the prophet says. I'm saying exactly what the Bible says. I cannot take anything from it. I cannot add anything from it. I just pray that God make my life to walk in accordance and in harmony with the word of God. I'm not trying to make myself or to make the word fit me. I'm trying to make myself to fit the word of God. And what they will say, and what they will say will have already been said in the word. They are saying it now. Come out from among her now and be separate. The cry has gone out. The cry is going out. How long will the voice cry? We do not know, but one thing we do know, it won't be long, for this is the last age. There's not going to be another age. We are the final age now. There's not going to be something, there's not going to be a third minister, there's not going to be a third messenger. We have received the last messenger, the last prophet messenger for our age. Now the bride is becoming the final voice to the final age. Amen. I mentioned it last time. And that coat and that where I stopped kind of the same says. So when the Methodists fell, God raised up others. I'm just going to read it again. So it has gone on through the years until in this last day there is again another people in the land who under the messenger will be the final voice to the final age. Yes, so the church is not longer the mouthpiece of God. It is his own mouthpiece. So God is turning on her. He will confound her through the prophet and the bride. He's not only confounding them through the prophet, but will confine them to the prophet and the bride. For the voice of God will be in her. How many believe that the voice of God is in you? Maybe it is in the seed form, but as you are hearing more the word of God, as you are putting the water more on that seed, it's growing more and more. It's taking the full preeminence more and more. You realize that your life is becoming less and the life of the seed is becoming bigger. You desire, you realize that your desire, not your desire anymore, your desire, the Father's desire. One more, the world will hear direct from God as at Pentecost. But of course, that word of God will be repudiated as in the first age. It has cried out in this age, you have the word. You have more Bible than ever, but you are not doing anything about the word except dividing and hacking it into pieces, taking what you want and leaving out what you don't want. But you are not interested in leaving it, but debating it. But the bride is interested in leaving it. Amen. Oh, praise be to God. So it says, then a lukewarm church has made God sick and, he, and, and, and declare it, spew it out, remind us how he felt just before the flood. That's indeed home. Will the world, will, the, will, will to God the church were called or hot? Best of all, it should be, she should be fervent, hot. She's not, she's not. Sentence has been passed. She's no longer God's voice to the world. She will maintain that she is, but God says not. God still has the voice for the prophet of the world, even as he has given a voice to the bride. The voice is in the bride, as we have said, and we'll talk more about it later. The voice now is in the bride. 
the voice has to become part of the bride. Now I've come now to the part where he says, not only relying on what the prophet did, that's good, but now it is your personal experience. God, where is the God of Elijah? The same God that was with Brother Banam. I want the same God, the same experience. I want the same life. I want the same victory. I want the same sincerity. I want the same life of prayer. I want the same kind of perfect love in my heart. I want the same kind of, I can say, it's not Brother Banam was taking authority upon the Spirit. It was the Spirit of God inside of him taking authority upon the Spirit. Where is the God of Elijah in my life? Where is the God of Elijah and my family? Amen. As he confounded the church in his age, people could not understand how that little man of Kentucky without, without education and things, even his own pastor at some, some point at the beginning of his ministry, do you really believe that you will be praying for the, for the kings and, and all people and monarchs? You, with the kind of education that you have, Yes, it's not me who's saying it, it's God saying it. It's not me trying to try to make the word of God fulfilled. God will come and back up his own word. I'm just going along the way with the word, and God is going to come and honor his own word. The same thing that in the time of David that happened in this time, Saul couldn't understand how that little boy could defy, could defy or could challenge that, 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 that great Goliath. Uh, do you think that you're really going to be able to defeat that Goliath? He said, reply to him, not, not trying to rely on how small he was, how the, how the family came back from, but he had an experience. King, what I'm telling you, the same God who delivered me from the lion, the same God who delivered me from the bear, that same God is going to deliver this uncircumcised Philistine. He's the same God who's going to help me. How is it going to happen? I just believe in him. I have only one weapon in my hand. That slingshot that I'm going to bring there is going to defy that circumcised Philistine. He tried to put on him different kind of things or baggage upon him. Maybe we can rely on this. Maybe we can rely on this, this shield. No, I don't want none of those things. I have the word of God for my age. I have Jesus in my hand. I have the message of the hour for my hand. Oh, praise be to God. You know, you can go another way, take the Bible and try to study different things, Greek, Latin, and different things. That's not going to defeat and meet the challenge of the hour. Just take the message with the grammar that it has, but there is the God of heaven behind the word of God to back it up. Glory to God. The prophet says, the statue of the perfect man, God having provided some better things for us, that they without us should not be made perfect. You get it, these people who died in here are depending and waiting on us, or this church has got to come to perfection in order to bring the resurrection. And they are under souls under the altar waiting for this church to come to its perfection. Then when Christ does come, just continue with another quote in the masterpiece. He says, Now we see him stricken, smitten of God and afflicted, the perfect lamb for sinners, sinners slain. Perfect masterpiece. All is referring to Jesus Christ, the perfect masterpiece. Amen. And what made the perfection is when the Father came and struck on him and he told him, Speak. And he spoke. <laughs> Now, for nearly 2,000 years, God has a, again has been again making him a masterpiece, the bride masterpiece. Now it's our time, rise and shine. You are the masterpiece of God. Me, really, with all my mistakes, God is not looking at your mistakes. He's looking at the heart that he put inside of you. You are God's masterpiece. Because he struck Adam to a piece off of him, part of him, a rib to make a wife for him. Now that perfect masterpiece that strike at Calvary, he got a piece off of him. It's just the New Testament, that's all. He fulfilled the Old Testament. Now, now the New Testament, another piece to be fulfilled. The Old Testament was written and come to the masterpiece. The New Testament is written and now it's the masterpiece that has to be manifested. 
Oh, praise be to God. Do you want to tell me that the book of Acts was not the masterpiece? It was not yet the masterpiece. The prophet says, now the masterpiece. Says, see, they knew all, knew and all these husband and wife. It is taken the new and the old to foreshadow the new. Christ come, the masterpiece to fulfill that. Now his bride will fulfill everything that is in the New Testament. Another masterpiece is in making. Oh, that stirred my heart. Another masterpiece is working. Lord, I'm one of them. And as it's taking him 4,000 years to make this masterpiece, now he's been for nearly 2,000 years making another masterpiece, a bride for Christ, another masterpiece. In so doing, it, he does it by its never-changing method. Listen to what he does it by this never-changing method, the same way he made the masterpiece. What is that method? It's the word. That's the way he makes his masterpiece because it can only be a perfect masterpiece when it is the perfect word of God. Luther could not produce the perfect word of God. Wesley could not produce the perfect word of God. Neither the Pentecostals, but now we have received the perfect word of God. We have, by God's grace, received the perfect interpretation by God's, by God's grace. Amen. The word of God, how can the bride become perfect? How can she become the perfect masterpiece? She has received the perfect word of God. It goes beyond your nature. It goes beyond your ability. It is the power of God himself creating his own bride through you. Amen. You just need to be a receiver. Lord, I receive your word. Your word will create a perfect bride for you. And I will walk in that word. As you are walking, that word is, is shipping you, is circumcising you, is removing things, is washing you. It's bleeding word is washing you. It's washing your mind. It's washing your thinking. I used to think this way. I don't think that way. Those things I used to last, I don't last anymore. What well, those things, it is the perfect word of God working through you. Glory to his name. Now the bride is getting that perfection too. How can she get that perfection? She needs the perfect blood. The blood does, it has the blood that we have received. It's not only covering the sins, it's removing the sins, the desire for sin. It's removing the stains, amen. The blood does not come to make us Christians. The blood has not come, the bleeding word and the blood has not come to make half-believer. It makes a complete, delivered, full believer of God. Amen. There used to be a gap between God and man. It's not only putting a bridge within that gap, but it's removing that gap between man and, and man and God. Now God himself is coming into the heart of a human being, becoming one. Dispensation of the Father, dispensation of the Son, dispensation of the Holy Ghost. How is it possible? The same Holy God, Holy God and the mountain, and no one could touch that mountain. The same God now is living in a human being. How is it possible? The blood has made that possible. May God help us to take our eyes from ourselves and to look to what he's doing. Hebrews 10, 1, 4. For the law having a shadow of good things to come, and not the very image of the things, can never with those sacrifices which they offered year by year continually make the cameras thereunto perfect, then that they would not, then will they not have ceased to be offered, because that the worshippers once purged should have had no more conscience of sins, but in those sacrifices there is a remembrance again. 
again made of sins every year, for it is not possible that the blood of bulls and goats should take away sins. The blood of bulls and goats and sheep was only there as a substitution, it's covering, but it was not removing, amen, as we know all these things. But one day on Calvary's tree, Oh, praise be to God. If the enemy only knew the power of that blood once he touches that, that the earth, he wouldn't allow it to happen. But because he was blinded, he didn't know if it was still the Son of God. But once that blood touched the same earth where you and I, we come from, we have been redeemed. You look at the future home, how the brother Banam is describing it. Oh, marvelous. The same earth where we come from and where he was feeding on. But when, that, when the blood cell was now removed, when that life that was in the blood cell now can come upon the same redeemed of God. Oh, we have a future home. Glory to God. It was not only a, pay, a down payment anymore. It became a full amount paid completely for the sins of the humanity. Not hoping for something else that might be paid in the future. No, it was completely paid for the bride of Jesus Christ. When he comes, he comes to remove and to pay and to redeem his own people. He come and pay the price for his own people as a full amount. Oh, praise be to God. The prophet will say, and I will back it up. He says, there is where the sin question was settled before God's requirement was made. The total price was paid in full at Calvary. Now from all the redemptive blessing that Jesus died for is every one of you, your personal property, you believers. The only thing you have to do is just believe it. Oh, give us more faith. <laughs> The only thing you have to do is just believe it, accept it, and call it yours. When a man is born again of the Spirit of God, God gives him a checkbook that lasts, the checkbook that lasts him all through life's journey. It's not the checkbook only for one day, but it's a checkbook for today, for tomorrow, after tomorrow, if there is a Sunday on that Sunday too, all the journey. How many can say amen to the Word of God? And at the bottom of each check has got Jesus' name signed to it. You just fill it out for any redemptive blessing. Whatever the enemy is trying to put on your mind, you need to point him to Calvary. You see, you have been defeated at Calvary. You have no legal right upon me. The full amount is already paid. I'm not here for negotiation. I'm already purchased for Jesus by Jesus Christ. The blood of Jesus Christ is already redeemed. When the people realize that you, you are not, you will be, you are present time right now, sons and daughters of God, you are pushing it way off out of the millennium somewhere. You are pushing it way off out to the millennium somewhere. All the blessings out in the millennium. Why? It's right now. We don't need divine healing in the millennium. Now is when we have it. We won't be sons of God, but now you are sons of God. Heirs, join heirs with Jesus. Everything that Jesus died for at Calvary is your possession. Oh, just for going to one time with my family, my wife was telling me, oh, the family was affected and things back home and things like that. So can we pray about it? No, just pray and just pray. At some point, I kind of hesitated. I said, can I still really chase this enemy? Just something just struck my heart. You have no legal right to touch any of us. We are the sons of God. Loose your hands off of the purchase of Jesus Christ. Because we are sons and daughters of God. If the people will only realize, just be willing to take God's word, it's just, well, it's unlimited, the prophet says. It is unlimited. Praise be to God. The prophet says again, how, how will the bride come to perfection? 
Statue of a perfect man. For God has sent in the church apostles, prophets, teachers, pastors, and evangelists, all, the, all for the perfecting and the bringing of this virtue into it, for that perfection of the coming of the Son of God. Amen? <laughs> Will the bride have a ministry? Yes, she has a ministry. It consists of pastors, it consists of evangelists, it consists of doctors, it consists, it consists of all the fivefold ministry. It is now. You are part of that ministry. We are part of that perfecting. Amen. Praise be to God. Just want to be complete on that. And can the bride come to perfection? Yes, God has sent her the Holy Ghost. Listen to what the prophet says. What was the Holy Ghost given for? Same Holy Ghost that saved that Lutherians, that sanctified the Methodists, baptized the Pentecostal, is now setting in, is now setting in order the coming of the Lord Jesus Christ. It will be so powerful that body will come into this group, a church that will draw the rest of them from the grave. There will be a resurrection. That's what the Holy Ghost is for. What is the Holy Ghost? Without us, they cannot be made perfect. They lived in one day. Under that, we live in another day. When the enemy comes in like a flood, the Spirit of God will raise the stand against it. See, we are in a day now. End of quote. What is the Holy Ghost come to do? It's going to set people and set things in order for the resurrection. The same Holy Ghost that operated in Luther, it was operating in Wesley, but it didn't produce the same result in those days. But in nowadays, the same Holy Ghost is producing a different result. And you will need to be expecting for that different result for a day. The same sun that is shining along the years, but there is a certain season, there is a certain time. You need to be attentive that you are exposed to that sun during that time and during that season because it's going to produce a different result during that season. There was, a, there was one brother, I forgot now his name, but he was giving an illustration, an illustration one time. He said, you know, it's saying you go in your house, you have the electricity, and you put, well, what is the electricity created for? Or someone said, you know, it's for, for cooking. What is it? Oh, not for ironing. Electricity is for ironing. What is the electricity? Oh, not for electricity. It's doing for popcorn. Oh, that's what electricity is made for. Oh, yes. Another one, so electricity is made for a Tesla. Oh, what is electricity made for? Oh, it's made, you know, you know, made for, for putting the screen. Oh, the same thing, but it's producing different results depending on which kind you are. But the same spirit that comes in our time that has been released by the evening time message is producing the bride that is coming to the full maturity. I'm not made for popcorns only. I'm made to produce the best of the best for my master. I'm here to produce the masterpiece for my God. The prophet says, another quote, what was the Holy Ghost given for? But now what we need is the Spirit of God raised the standard. What is it? He's pouring in his spirit that those who are resting out yonder in the grave or under the altar of God, as the scripture says, are crying, how long, God? How long? How much long? God is waiting on you and me. The church is waiting on you and me. Adoption time. When God, when God can pour into us his fullness, his power, his resurrection, that's when the church and Christ become so close together till Christ becomes visible among us. What I want to see is Jesus. The Holy Ghost comes to produce adoption in this season. The Holy Ghost comes to produce Jesus once again visible in the believers. He comes to raise, he raises the dead, and we go into the rapture. We are going to say, show after a while, that those who are filled with the Holy Ghost goes into the rapture. Amen. The Holy Ghost comes to continue the same work that... Jesus Christ was doing, as Jesus Christ was doing, was following only the Father's business. A mature heir takes care of his father's business. But what is the father's business in our time? 
But when I'm asked that question, and you read it last time, let me just repeat it. It says, in the, the seed is not hairy of the shark. It says, the word yet young spoke for itself. No, no, that I must be about my father's business. There is the secret of the message now, just exactly, the father's business. What is the father's business? Could you think of what the father's business was in him? It was to fulfill what Isaiah said, a virgin shall conceive, fulfill what Isaiah said again, the lamb shall leap like a heart, and all these things will take place. Like Moses said, the Lord your God shall raise up a prophet among you, like unto me. It was the father's business to fulfill that word. Well, in that, in that, if that come down through them stocks and them natural women, what about this talk of this spiritual church woman? Churches means woman, woman means church rather. Says, is that right? Then what is it now? We must be about the father's business. The wheat will cry back, the wheat will cry back the grain. It's a long quote, but follow me. What must it do? It must vindicate, or vindicate Malachi 4, vindicate 17, Luke 17, 30, vindicate Hebrew 13, 8, vindicate St. John 14, 12, vindicate Holy's Word. Hebrew, vindicate Hebrews, I mean Revelation, the 10th chapter, will be manifest. So the Father business is fulfilling the promise for your time. The what, is, what is your father business today? It is taking the book, eating the book, becoming part of the book, becoming your revelation personal, and then prophesy what the book says. What is my father business? I'm prophesying what the book says. I'm prophesying what the word of God says about me rather than anything else. I'm living the word of God. That's what is fulfilling my father business in my time. Not something else. I want to be the word being manifested. Glory to God. What is the father business? I want to walk in harmony with God. The same harmony that was between the Father of Jesus Christ, there is a love letter to the bride. You have to come to the same harmony. Make that harmony a reality in my life. But I think, oh God, as you think, I want to think like you think. Put my own thought aside. The way you think, that's way I want to think. That's what the message comes to do. It's a calling of the bride. It's not another religion, another group. It's a calling of the bride to a higher level that she recognizes the bride of Jesus Christ walking in the same harmony because the word is in the bride. The prophet says, I said I will be reading what the prophet said, but the future home, if you are the bride, the bride is part of the husband. Oh, praise be to God. You cannot curse the bride because he is part of the husband. The only place, he continues, the only place that you will ever recognize it is you recognize what part of that husband, between brackets, says that word you are. Or you can't recognize being the bride. How many sees that? Don't just say, no, I'm the bride, I'm the bride. But what part of the bride, of the, of the husband are you? What part of the word are you? We are part of Revelation 10. That's the part where we are. We are part of Malachi 4. That's the part of our heart. When the enemy comes, you need to put the standard of the word of God. I'm part of Malachi 4. I'm part of Revelation 10. I'm part of 1 Thessalonians 4. That's my scripture. That's the portion of the husband that I am. It says you have to recognize your position. You can't recognize somebody else. You have to recognize your position. Amen. Not what Ruth has to come. Ruth had to come to the time when she recognized who she was. Ruth 3.16 says, when she came to her mother-in-law, she said, Who are thou, my daughter? She didn't speak about herself. She spoke about her identity. She told her that, uh, she told her all that the man had done to her. Identity became her husband. If you see Aruga, then from that time on, it was not about Ruth anymore. It was about Boaz doing things for Ruth. 
It must mean that Ruth was not doing anything. She was sleeping all the time. No, she was living. She was going like, but her life became Boaz's life. It's now Boaz defending her. It's now Boaz marrying her. It's now Boaz having relationship with her. It's now Boaz having child with her. Where is Ruth? She is in Boaz. She is represented in Boaz. What is the bride now? It's she is him. You are him, amen. But what not our own effort, it is Christ who has to live his own life through us. As Brother Andrew put it so well last time, Esther recognized who she was. She had to recognize the authority that she had. And once she recognized, even Amen had to follow what she gave as an order. I want a banquet. You have to ask for that banquet because the queen is speaking. When the queen is speaking, now any enemy has to follow what the queen is speaking. But she has to recognize that she is the bride of the king. Praise be to God. As Rebecca said as well, we know the story of Rebecca. It always struck my heart. The story of Rebecca, and we know she was, she was part of the mind of God already. And she was going to that well. God, the angel was already there. The angel was already there. He prepared her heart. She was already fit to be the husband or the, the bride of, of, of Isaac. She was already part of the plan. It was not something by hazard. It was already pre-planned by God, foreordained by God. But she had to walk into it. She had to make her own decision. The bride in this time, you are making your own decision. You are making your own choice. You have to withstand the enemy. You are making your own choice. I'm choosing to follow the word of truth. I'm choosing to follow what the God has told me in my age. I'm following the word of truth. Your own choosing. It is through that choosing, amen. A hard choosing, but in God's way, amen. You have already been predestinated, but you are walking in that choosing of God. God chose me, and I'm, I'm choosing to follow God's choice for me, amen. And because that the only the only easy way for you, for you and I, is to choose God's choosing for us. You choose another choosing, you will suffer more because God has already chosen you to make ourselves easier. Is to choose God's choosing for us. And she's growing that relationship, but she had to come to a certain point where she has to go to invisible union and different things, summarizing it. But she came to a point where she had the revival inside of herself. She had the revival of two twins inside of herself. The two twins are fighting inside of herself. But then she had to come to a higher level. She had to go to God in herself. God, what is happening inside of me? What is happening inside of me? That's the time where the bride is coming. What is happening inside of me, Lord? What is happening inside of me? Give me a personal revelation. What is happening inside of me? And God, as we can read quickly in Genesis, I don't know if I have it quickly, saving time, Genesis 25. The brothers, it can put it, otherwise I don't think I, with my notes, can read it quickly. But. Oh, actually I have it here. So the children, the children struggled together with her, and she said, If it be so, why am I why am I thus? And she went to inquire of the Lord, and the Lord said unto her, Two nations are in thy womb, and the two manner, and the two manner of people shall be separated from thy bowels, and the one people shall be stronger than the other people, and the elder shall serve the younger. Oh, in every revival, there are always two twins. In the bride revival, there are also two twins inside of you. Two things in the fighting each other. But one has to prevail. God, what? Give me the revelation of what is inside of me that has to prevail. Oh, there is one that has to prevail. There is one that you are born into. You are born in a natural way. You knew it for a long time. He is the oldest. He has been upon you. He has been mistreating you all this time. He has been all this time. But there is a younger one that you maybe realize later in life. But it's actually the real you that you realize later in life. Through the new birth, it's actually the real you. Let him dominate. Let him have the preeminence. Let him have the full preeminence. And then it became a personal revelation that she kept in her heart all the time. 
I'll just put it in parentheses here, but don't take it, don't take it like I'm against the prophet. But Isaac, the prophet, even didn't see it. But she kept that revelation inside of her all her life. And Isaac would go and, oh, I, I like, I like I like Esau. He is strong. He is, he is the most. He, is the, oh, he gives me meat. He makes me, or oh, he feeds me. He oh, is the real heir. He's the, this flesh is the real one. No, that's not the real one. The real one is the one that he seems sometimes meek and weak and like that. But this is the one that have the predestinations. The purpose of the election shall stand. He's the one who has the revelation. Oh. And to that revelation, Paul could come and pick up the same revelation that Rebecca had. Remember, Rebecca, the, 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 the woman represents the, the church. It says, oh, God loved Jacob. He hated his soul. No matter what is happening in the flesh, God still loved Jacob above his soul. Why? Because the purpose of God, according to election, might stand. Amen? Amen. Just to recognize who we are. We have to recognize who we are. As the prophet says, in the scripture that we know very well, or the code that we know very well, be finishing this thought, just to develop a little bit. Christ in the true church is a continuation of the book of Acts. But the book of Revelation shows how that the Antichrist spirit will come into the church and defile it, making it lukewarm, formal, and powerless. It exposes Satan, revealing his work, attempted destruction of God's people and discrediting of God's words right down to the time he's cast into the lake of fire. He fights that. He fights Revelation because Revelation exposes Satan. When Satan is exposed, then he becomes powerless. But the bride, when she's unveiled, then she recognizes her position, she becomes more powerful. But the enemy, when he's exposed, he becomes powerless. Just try it many times. You know, someone comes and he's, he's gossiping. You know, I was, you know, this is what's happening. You know, let's pray about them. Oh, just see, oh, it's the devil being exposed, right? Well, anything you want to do, you expose the enemy. Once it's exposed, he becomes powerless. But the bride, once she's unveiled, she becomes more powerful. He fights that. He cannot stand it. He knows that if the people get the true revelation of the true church and what she is, the true revelation of the true church, once you recognize you have the discernment of the true church, once you recognize it a body, many, many members' body, many members' body, once you recognize that you cannot be against each other, once you recognize the same spirit moving in different parts, maybe recognize that, no, maybe I don't have the same skill. God is using, not skill, but God is using, is using that person that way, that way. When you recognize that, it's part of becoming an invisible army. You cannot, we cannot become an invisible army until we get the revelation of the true church. You know that's going to recognize oh this is the it's not a it's not a building. It's not oh, that's built that name. It's not that it's beyond that. But recognize that the same spirit is operating in each individual born again Christian. That's the way you can become an invisible army. Yeah. Oh I recognize that that brother oh that sister she she, she, she she's a prayer warrior. Oh, I'll send a request to her. She can associate with me in that prayer. Oh, an invisible army that is standing up. Oh, I recognize that. Oh, no, I like that song. Brother, can you sing that song for me? Because you had that gift that I cannot sing it, but the words on it, that song edifies me. Oh, the body working together. I'm going a little bit astray from her, but I want to get to a point here. I didn't just want to leave that. She will be an invisible enemy. But she said, what she is, and I like what he, we have to recognize who you are and what she stands for. You have to recognize, you have to recognize what you are standing for. You have to have a backbone. You have to have the right doctrine. You have to know where you are standing for. You don't change your circumstances. You stay all the same all the time. If it has been a revelation, 
revealing to you, you walk with that revelation. You don't change your revelation because of circumstances. Yes, we are growing in that revelation. We are growing, but you don't, you don't, you don't change the borders. You don't change the borders because things change around you. Sorry about that. You, do you love the Lord? I don't want to be nervous. I'm running, rushing about time, but... Um, I'll just keep it maybe this. If they get a true revelation, what she is, what she stands for, she can do the greater works. She will be an invincible army. If they get a true revelation of the true spirit within the framework of the Christian church, and by God's spirit discern and withstand the Antichrist spirit, Satan will be powerless before her. You discern, but you have to withstand the Antichrist spirit. You have to, uh, to withstand in the Antichrist spirit. We are living in the age, in order to come to the full masterpiece, when we come to the full perfection, we are in the business of withstanding the enemy. It's a fight. <laughs> Amen? It's okay to go this way. It's a fight. It's not an easy way, but God has given the promise that it's not your fight, it's God's fight. But you have to withstand the enemy. You have to resist the enemy. When it comes through the thought, through the mind, resist him with the word of God. Resist him with the, that save the Lord. You have the answer to the enemy's question. You have the answer. We have the answer to the enemy's challenges. What is the answer? It is in the word of God. Stand with the word of God. The victory is assured. Oh, I don't see it happening. Keep standing with the word of God. But I, I discern that the enemy, yes, that's the first step. But the next step, keep withstanding the enemy. Resist the enemy because that's the way you're going to have the victory. Oh, praise be to God. I like that. The word prophet says, because I has chosen this harder way, you have chosen it. You have taken it. You chose it by your own choosing. Because we know that the prophet says, in the, they sang it in the wings of a snow dove. What a glorious decision you have made. Because of this, a large portion of heaven awaits you, the promise to the prophet. But the victory, I believe, is the same thing. This is in itself that what will make and bring to pass the tremendous victory in love divine. We have, we have the tremendous victory in love divine for the bride. Amen. In the same message as the prophet is speaking about it, one time he come to the point where he says, your enemy is dead. The enemy has been struggling for all this time. Comes to the point where he says, God revealed to him that through that seven dove, that enemy is dead. He cannot be bothered through that, that, that things anymore. That enemy is dead. Let me just remind you to put no spiritual around him for the bride. Let me tell you that enemy is already defeated. That enemy has no power upon the bride. It's only a bluff. He's only there to try to bluff. But he's already a defeated enemy. Satan is already a defeated enemy. No matter the amount of pressure trying to put upon you, resist him with the word of God. Amen. And then in the same message, as he cries out, he says, I believe I will ride this train again. There's one thought to be controversial here, but I want to put a point here. I believe it was a statement of the spirit of the wave shift declaring, the spirit of, of God declaring in the wave shift, I will ride this trail again. I will ride this trail again in the bride. Because at the one different part, the prophet says, I will ride. Another place he says, he will ride. Another place he says, the bride will ride. So we can also say to that, that we will ride again. How is going to ride again? The same spirit that was in Elijah is the same spirit that is in Elisha. The same spirit is riding again to the bride. Oh, praise be to God. Are you still with me? Sorry, I rushed a little bit. I don't want to keep you longer. First Kings 19. Fifteen, seventeen. Let's give this thought. The Lord said unto him, Elijah, 
Go return on thy way to the wilderness of Damascus. And when thou camest, anoint Hazel to be king of Assyria. And Jehu the son of Nishi, the Shaddai anoint to be king of Israel. And Elisha the son of Shaphat of Abel, Lolal, shall thou anoint to be prophet in thy room. And it shall come to pass that him that escaped the sword of Azael shall Jehu slay. And him that escaped from the sword of Jehu shall Elisha slay. This is a commission that is given, given to Elijah. But the same spirit, giving it to the same spirit that was in Elijah, that same spirit worked upon Elisha. It's actually Elijah the same spirit working in Elisha that had to continue the same work to anoint Azel and Jehu. Amen. The same, are you familiar with that? The same thing, how many are familiar with that? Amen. The same spirit that was in Elijah worked through Elisha. I want to read the quote, the, the Bible there, so I can skip that. The spirit of Elijah, the Holy Ghost in Elisha continue the work in Elisha. It continued to work in Elisha to fulfill the same word. The same spirit of God that was in the prophet. Oh, praise be to God. Maybe not to restore the altar, but that same spirit to continue the anointing, it's still working in the bride. We still have the same anointing. We still have the same word. We still have the same angel of the Lord is still working with us. I believe that the spirit of Elijah still continues to visit South Africa. It still continues to visit Europe. It's visiting Australia. It's still visiting all different places because it is the same God is still working. The same spirit has come and is visiting Edmonton today. The same spirit is speaking to you. The same voice is still speaking to you today. It doesn't call you a different kind of how he called back then. Now he's calling you the bride. I doesn't call you church anymore. I call you bride. You don't have that harsh spirit anymore, but you have a soft spirit in the presence of God. The same spirit is still working. Praise be to God. If it worked and held victory in the time of Brother Banham, the same spirit will come and will have the victory in the time that we are living. The wave shift prayed earnestly in the time of the Lord Jesus Christ. It prayed earnestly in the time of the prophet. The rest of the wave shift, the rest, the rest of, the, of the shift of the wheat will also value prayer and enjoy staying in the presence of the hot July sun in prayer. Amen. I just want to read this. Oh, praise be to God. First Corinthians 15, 47, 50. Let's read it together. It says, the first man is of the earth, earthly. The second man is the Lord from heaven. As is the earthly such are they also that are earthly. And as is the heavenly, such are they also that are heavenly. As we have borne the image of the earthly, we shall also bear the image of the heavenly. Now this I say, brethren, that flesh and blood cannot inherit the kingdom of God, neither doth corruption inherit incorruption. If the first Adam produced the flesh, and the flesh, and again relate to him by the death, the second Adam has produced life, we are coming to the life. We are coming to the resurrection. We are coming to the same life that was in Jesus Christ. As we look, as we look in the Bible, as we're looking just in the genealogy of Jesus, we can look into, slowing down here as I'm winding down. In Luke 3, 23, the Bible says, and Jesus himself began to be about 30 years age and being, was supposed the son of Joseph, which was the son of Eli, which was the son of Matta, I don't know how to explain which was the son of Levi, which, which was the son of Melchi, and which was the son of Jana, which was the son of Joseph, which was the son of Matthias, which was the son of Amos, which was the son of Naum, which was the son of Eslai, which was the son of Nage, and we can continue on and on, on and on. All that we are so familiar to it because... It's the son of man, it's the son of human flesh, the son of flesh, son of flesh, son of flesh. 
But there is a point where we come and we look at it at 38, which was the son of Enos, which was the son of Seth, which was the son of Adam, which was the son of God. It's the only portion where we need now to be related to and skip all the flesh, all the things that have been upon the flesh through the ages, through the ages. Christ has come to restore us to be the Son of God once again. So we can know what the link that was broached, the link that was broken, now it has been restored to Jesus Christ. Now with the word of God, we can recognize that I'm not a son of Charles and El Abraham anymore. I'm a son of God. My arachia, what are my, my three genealogies, not only in the flesh, my real genealogy, I'm a son and a daughter of God. And I'm going back where I really belong to. The message is coming to bring us back where we really belong to. We didn't know that we were a son of, of God. Yes, you are a son of God. Not in the millions of prophets says, now you are a son of God. Yeah. Amen. Musicians can come. That's why. Just keep feeding upon the word of God. No matter how low you are, no matter what condition you are in, let me just say, no matter how was your background, come you come in contact with the word of God. The word of God will change you, will transform you. The same toxin, the same intoxication, the same inoculation that was on Jesus Christ, if the same inoculation is upon you, you will produce the same result. That's why Badovanam will go even deeper, says the same message that I'm preaching to you, if it is preached in Africa, in the back jungle of Africa, people who don't know left and right, but once they receive the message of the hour, they become as you are. They become the same thing. It's not a difference. If the web sheep produce this, all the rest in the field shall produce the same thing, no matter where they are, because it produces the same result. The word of God. You are sons and daughters of God. Thank God I'm free. Thank God I'm free, if you don't mind. For a long time I traveled down a long, lonely was so heavy in sin I sank low Oh then I heard about Jesus Oh what a wonderful hour I'm so glad that I found out He could bring me out through His saving power Sing it unto Him Thank God I am free Oh, thank God I am free. 
washed in the blood of Jesus. I've been born again. Oh, hallelujah, I'm saved, saved, saved by his wonderful grace. Oh, I'm so glad that I found out he could bring me out and show me the way. Hallelujah. Amen. Praise be to God. Praise the Lord. The declaration of independence, declaration of freedom on the time of Jubilee. For those times, one of them went to the mountain and declared, Oh, I can see the sun. I'm free. I'm free. Barabanam was one of them who went to that top of the mountain and shouted, I'm free. But we're following down the road and now we're coming to the same mountain and shouting, I'm free. I'm free. I'm free. Son of God. Oh, thank God I am free. Be free from this world of sin. Oh, I've been washed in the blood of Jesus. I've been born again. 